Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, your friendly neighborhood apologist. That's right, friendly neighborhood apologist. My job is to defend the faith, but that doesn't mean we have to be ugly while doing it. We can disagree disagreeably, and if we agree, it's all the better, but the bottom line is, we want to talk about the Bible and theology on this program. Uh, Things that are seldom talked about. And today, in fact, what I want to deal with, in fact, I want to challenge the audience to a prophecy contest. That's right, a prophecy contest where we'll be talking about biblical prophecy and um, either I win or you win. You win by answering the questions that I don't have to answer. But if I answer them, then you, the listening audience, lose. However, if you answer them correctly, you become a scholar for today. It is that easy. At the same time, On this program, I want you to call in with any Bible questions you have, anything about the Bible, Christian living, apologetics, systematic theology. Oh, I love that stuff. I want you to call in about that. Feel free to do so. You're not interrupting any of my business because my business and your business is the same. We want to discuss the Bible. And as long as we're doing that, we are succeeding. So, give us a call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, and uh, we'll be going to these uh, questions that I'm going to ask you pretty soon. So, get on your eschatology thinking cap. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. Let's go to Angela in Royal Oak. Hello, Angie. How you doing? Hi, Pastor. How you doing? Real good, real good. What is on your mind? I just have a a, a, a question, a concern. You know, when Judas, you know, when he betrayed Jesus, he committed suicide because of guilt. But why come he didn't go to Jesus and beg for forgiveness before he committed suicide? And, and did Jesus, so after he committed suicide, you think Jesus forgave him? You think he's in heaven? I mean, what happened after that? The Bible didn't really go into details about all that, you know? Well, what happens, well, I think that the Bible does go into some detail on it. If we actually look at what he did, now, definitely no doubt about it, we can't get by the fact that here is a person who was uh, selected by Jesus Christ himself who betrayed Christ. 
Uh, I mean, it was prophesied that it would be done, and uh, he is the one who did it. Now, after he did it, what some people want to point out, and it's uh, accurate to point this out, over in Matthew chapter 27, Angela, it says mm-hmm. at verse, and this is in Matthew 27 and verse 3, it says, Then Judas, which had betrayed him, when he saw that he was con- condemned, repented himself, and brought again the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders, saying, I have sinned, and that I have betrayed the innocent blood. And they said, What is that to us? See thou to it. Uh, and he cast down the pieces of silver in the temple and departed and went and hanged himself. So some would say, well, look here. Uh, he repented. Okay, He was sorry for what he did. Yeah. Well, that's so. But we know in the Bible that uh, there are two kinds of forgiveness. The Bible actually breaks forgiveness down uh, into two key areas. And this is found in Second Corinthians chapter 7, where first it says this. It says, having therefore, in verse 1, having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Then uh, it it says this in verse 9. This is in 2 Corinthians 7 and 9, where it says, Now I rejoice, not that you were made sorry, but that you sorrowed to repentance. For you were made sorry after a godly manner that you might receive damage by us in nothing. Then verse 10, notice this, Angela, for godly sorrow works repentance to salvation, not to be repented of, but the sorrow of the world works death. So in other words, he was sorry, but I don't believe that Judas had godly sorrow because remember, he was a disciple of Jesus Christ. He saw miracles performed before his eyes. All he was after, the Bible tells us, is money, okay? So even though he repented, it's like a guy repenting after he got caught doing something wrong. The Bible says he went to his own place, and that own, and that own place, I'm sure, was perdition. It was in hell. So just because a person says that they're sorry, it, uh, it, won't, it might not necessarily be, according to Second Corinthians 7, godly sorrow. You better believe that even the folks that are in hell will be sorry that they're there. Yeah, but uh, if you ever watched a movie like the, the King of Kings or The Greatest Story Ever Told, uh-huh. you know, the, the actor who portrayed Judas, I mean, you could see the remorse on screen that he he, he made a mistake. He, Listen, most of the know, movies he, out there, no, he knew what he was doing. Yeah, he knew what he was doing. He was betraying Christ for money. And that's what the well, man wanted. That, but in the end, in the end, he knew what he, he made a mistake. In the end, he realized that in the end, of course, but... That's why he took his life, because he felt guilty, of course, right? Well, uh, yeah, he felt guilty, but still was his—in other words, he should have turned around, shouldn't he have? And then we know something. We know that he was not saved. He was not a saved man, even when he was with Jesus. Now, how do we know that? Well, because by the action, he could say he was jealous of Christ. I could say he was jealous of Christ. Plus, he wanted Jesus to become a revolutionary, and Christ didn't want to do all that. Well, well, it could have been, but listen, you're saying things that the Bible doesn't say. Now you're quoting the movies. The movies try to always show him as some kind of a, you know— uh, uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, someone who really uh, just was trying to do good, and he thought a revolution should be done. Bible didn't say that. All the Bible calls him is a is a thief. Okay, that's what it says. And then in John chapter thirteen, here's what is interesting, uh, where it says they were asking uh, Jesus told them that someone was going to betray him. Uh, then 
he was asked about it, and then at John thirteen twenty six, Jesus answered, He it is to whom I shall give a sop when I have dipped it. And when he had dipped the sop, he gave it to Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. Now notice this. And after the sop, Satan entered into him. Okay. Now if Satan, oh. the Bible says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. First John 4, 4. Uh, that is why we as Christians cannot be possessed. So here, if he was possessed, he wasn't saved. Okay, was not saved. Okay? Right. So actually, the Bible says he went to his own place. But why did he commit suicide? He must have felt guilty. Well, what I'm saying is, yeah, you can feel guilty. But remember, I just showed you in Second Corinthians seven, there is godly mm-hmm. sorrow and worldly sorrow. A lot of people in the world are oh. sorry, but that still doesn't right. mean that they believe in Jesus Christ. They're sorry for what they did, especially after they get caught. Uh, look at Luke right. 16, where we have the rich man who's in um, hell. He was sorry to be there. He, in fact, wanted somebody to go and preach to his family. But he had rejected Jesus Christ. And we have no evidence at all that Judas ever really believed in Jesus. No, um, but the two, the two thieves on the cross, that paid for forgiveness when they were crucified. One of them did, not both. And the one guy was really repentant. See, so there is a such thing as true repentance, but also there can be a such thing as halfway repentance. This man, the one on the cross, exercised faith in Christ. Judas did not. What about Babarus, that guy who was a thief? Well, the Bible doesn't tell us much about him at all. They made movies. Now, I want to tell you something. Don't believe everything you see in Christian movies. Because if it's not in the Bible... You don't get your edu- your biblical education by the movies. I don't care how good they may be. We have no evidence at all that Barabbas was saved. Now, in the movies, they kind of show him doing that. Yeah, but the Bi- it was. But, Korean. Right. That was a good movie, too. Yeah, it was, mm-hmm. but not necessarily mm-hmm. biblical. The Bible has no such information like that, Angela. We have to be very careful. The Bible is what teaches oh. the truth, not the movies. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate your call. That is my sister right there, Angela, usually a first-time caller. I would like to see somebody... Call before her. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Good question she asked. And there's other good questions that I know you have out there. So if you have questions that you want me to talk about, uh, that our listening audience can share in, this is what Bible Talk is about, friends, is biblical discussion. One program dedicated to biblical discussion totally. Not to music. Not, well, you know, with Marcus, he's going to put some music in. But that's not what our focus is. Our focus is on the Word of God, nothing else, nothing less. That's what they used to say at my old alma mater, uh, William Tyndale College, uh, where I went. That was a strong Bible school back in the day. Appreciate it very much, my education there. And at Ashland also. But uh, the Bible, my friends, is what it is all about. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, open for any questions that you have. Now, here is the first question in my prophecy test. That's right, in my prophecy test, here's the first question. If you get it right, then you are an audience for, uh, you are a scholar for today, and then the listening audience gets credit for it, all right, because either I'm going to answer these questions or you are going to. Now, I don't get an applause when I answer them, okay? but you will. And then you guys, all of you who answer correctly, take my word for it. As far as I'm concerned, as far as Bible talk is concerned, you're a scholar for today. Here is number one. Question number one. 
The second beast. So you got to know who the second beast is. What's that all about? I'm not going to tell you. Not my job. <laughs> not till later. The second beast promotes the worship of the first beast. Okay. Now, I'll give you this clue. All this comes out of a discussion of the book of Revelation. Okay. So if you can read that right quick. Oh, you can't. Ha <laughs> ha. Right. Here's the question. The second beast promotes the worship of the first beast. Okay. Is that true or is that false? The second beast. You got to know who the second beast is. Sorry, I, I can't help you. I'm the, I'm the questioner. The second beast promotes the worship of the first beast. Is that true or false? In the Bible, in the book of Revelation, the second beast promotes the worship of the first beast. Is that true or false? If you know the answer, give us a call at area code 866-423-9578. What you got, Marcus? You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. That's right. Somebody might not be able to handle the truth today, but the truth is the light. We're into uh, eschatology. We're dealing with it. Give us a call if you know the answer to uh, this question. You can call us right now at area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And there's somebody on the line right now. And I know this person, I know that this person will no doubt answer the question correctly. And I'll tell you why I knew that after I talked to her. I'm going to go to Val in Romulus. Hello, Val. Well, how are you doing? I'm excellent. I'm driving. Okay, well, I know you were in, in fact, you were in class today. It was good to see you. And I, I see that you are with us again. Do you know the answer to this? The second beast promotes the worship of the first beast. Is that true or false? That is true. That is true. Give her an applause right now. She got it. That's Val. Now, that was easy for Val. That was simple for Val. Why? Because of the fact that she's in the prophecy class every Tuesday at 11 o'clock. Val, uh, do, do you get anything out of that prophecy class? You know, I do. If I didn't get anything, I wouldn't come. It wouldn't make sense to me. <laughs> well, that's right. That's for sure. Well, you got to, now tell us this. Who is, let me ask you another question. You're already a scholar, uh, a scholarist for today. Who is the second beast? Is the false prophet. The false prophet. That's exactly right. And so, and the first beast is who? Is the Antichrist. Very good. Very good. So, she got it right so far. Thank you, Val. You're welcome. All right. That's Val. She got it right. That's our prophecy class. Have about 50 people in attendance, people who are interested in studying biblical prophecy, recognizing that rarely is it being taught at churches today. All right. So we're dealing with that, looking at it. But she's right. The second beast promotes the worship of the first beast. Where do we find it? Well, over in Revelation chapter 13. Okay. Uh, now, notice the big break I'm giving you guys, I will go to the chapters and find the verses, but you still have to give the answers. So far, after Val's call, you're doing pretty good. Revelation chapter 13, verse 11, says this, And I beheld another beast. Okay, First, the Antichrist is talked about. Then it goes to this other beast. Okay, This is the false prophet. And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spake as a dragon. So you can see the deception, right? He's got horns like a lamb, but speaks like a dragon. Wow. 
and exercises all power of the first beast, that's the Antichrist before him, and causes the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast. Okay, so the second, the false prophet, causes the earth to worship the first beast, who is the Antichrist, whose deadly wound, uh, the scripture says, uh, was healed. And he does great wonders so that he makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. And he deceives them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast. Saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast which had the wound by a sword and did live. Hence the image of the beast, the image of Antichrist. Stuff that is coming in the eschatological future. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air of Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, thanks to Val. The audience is doing real good. You've knocked one of them out. We'll be going to the second one momentarily. Marcus has something else to say. What do you want to say, Marcus? You, you talk about Miss Val, right? Uh-huh. Well, I got something for her. Okay. She <laughs> she did not cheat. She comes to class. She's supposed to. That's all she can do. Val, no, you didn't cheat. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Got John on the line. Hang on, John. We'll be getting to you in a minute. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Hello, friends. This is Evangelist Anita Campbell, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news now. In addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. You can do it two minutes. It can, I call it 311, but take three minutes, and there's an issue. Dr. Kevin Lehman on Focus on the Family Minute. Just hold hands, eyeball to eyeball. The rules are one person speaks for three minutes. Then the next person gets 60 seconds to sort of clarify what they heard. Then that next person gets a minute to say, well, no, that's not exactly what I meant. Here's what, it's real simple. And it, it helps you get the feelings out. I love the example of a balloon. You remember when you blew it and then you took the neck of it and you made that terrible noise to bother your parents or your brother or your sister? When that stuff comes out in communication, it's not easy to listen to because your mate's telling you something that you really need to hear. But notice that the balloon goes down and what's the odds of it bursting into a huge thing? Very little because you've let some air out. When issues come up, practice that 311 idea. More from Kevin at FamilyMinute.org. Chris McCourtney for Salem Surround, the digital marketing solution that keeps growing by leaps and bounds. The reason? Strategies. Everybody out there has all the digital advertising products your business wants, but the strategies you need, well, as a small business owner, you're on your own. Enter Salem Surround. We're more than products. We design a comprehensive digital strategy with the components you can't find anywhere else, branded audio. How about we target your best customers with proven digital tactics, lead them down the customer journey, and introduce them to you. Tell your story. Sell your product with branded audio. You're tired of digital products being pitched at you. It's time for our one-stop digital marketing partner. Let's talk about your strategy today. Go to SalemSurroundDetroit.com. That's SalemSurroundDetroit.com. 
Hi, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'd like to personally invite you to join me August 30th to September 6th, 2020, for a week of Christian fellowship and a newfound appreciation for God's creation. Call 855-565-5519 to join us, or visit deeperfaithcruise.com for all the details. For more information and to book your trip today, visit faithtalkdetroit.com and search keyword Alaska. This is Pastor Moss. If you're interested in studying the Bible and want to know how to defend it, Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries Monday Night Bible Study and Apologetic Study is for you. We will take you into systematic theology, the kingdom of the cults, and the occult. Every false teaching will be exposed for what it is, a tool of the devil. Free handouts will be given on every teaching. Also, it will feel like you're in seminary or Bible college. But there's no tuition. All we ask for is a donation. Come this Monday to the Monday Night Bible and Apologetic Study at 10709 Grand River. That's 10709 Grand River at Oakland at 7 p.m. Bring your sword, that is your Bible, with you. Call area code 313-933-9270. That's an invitation, my friends, to our Monday night Bible study every Monday night at Strictly Biblical 10709 Grand River from 7 o'clock till about 8.30. We are in Bible study, studying not only the Bible, but apologetics, uh, not only learning what the Bible and theology has to teach us, but learning also how to defend the faith. Every cult you can think of, Mormons, Jehovah Witnesses, Christian Science, the Unity School of Christianity, the Word Faith Movement will be discussed. We'll be talking about all of these things and telling you what the Bible says about it. Our job is not to attack people, but to attack false teachings, all right? But you be the judge. Monday night Bible study, every Monday from 7 until 8.30. You don't have to be a member of our church to come, just like you don't have to be a member of our church to be listening to this program, okay? We are not trying to get you necessarily to join, but maybe you can learn something helpful that you can take back to your own church as well. Number to call here, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. John is hanging on. John, don't go anywhere. I see you. We'll be getting to you in just a second. Let me throw this question out there, and then we'll be talking to John. Question number two. Okay. So far, the beast, the second beast, promotes the worship of the first beast. That is true. That's broken down in Revelation chapter 13. Now, here is the second, the second question. The blank church will remain on earth after the rapture. The blank church will remain on the earth after the rapture. When the rapture takes place, all right, there will be a church left here, according to biblical prophecy, what we look at in biblical prophecy. Um, so, but if the church has been raptured, then what would we call the church that remains on the earth after the rapture? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Let's go to John in Detroit and see what is on his mind. Hello, John. Hey, Pastor. How are you doing? Real good, sir. Thank you for calling. Hey, um, all right. I guess I got an answer now for the new question. Okay. Uh, <laughs> quite prepared, but if you don't mind, I'll throw two answers out. Okay. <clears throat> The first would be, um, I would have to say, maybe false. 
false church. Uh-huh. Because only those who belong to Christ will be raptured up with him. They'll be taken up with him. Right? Okay. And uh, those left behind were deceived, thinking they belonged to Christ. Second, maybe not so much the false church, but I'd have to say the Jewish church. Okay, the, uh, the, the uh, non-believing the, Jewish. Uh, uh, well, almost, well, because it would have to be, because, you know, the Bible says in the end, then when, you know, until the time of the Gentiles is fulfilled, that then the Jews will come to the faith. Uh-huh. Right? And they'll come back on the morn, they'll mourn for him like, like an only son, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so once the, the Gentile church, so to say, is taken up, I believe that there's going to be a, um, a uh, and I'll, I'll end, end my little, you know, what I'm saying, but I believe that there will be a, um, a uh, revival or uh, uh, evangelism or whatever within the Jewish community that will actually come to the Lord in the last day. Well, now, that's for, that's for real. That is going to happen. You're exactly right on that. I don't know if we would necessarily uh, designate them as the church. They're going to be believers. Uh, the church and uh, the Jewish community has uh, went along besides each other. And once Jews come into the church, then you're right. They're Christians, and they accept it as a part of the body of Christ. Uh, definitely, we see them, uh, no doubt. In fact, we see that in another passage. I can't give it out because it'll spoil my next question, John. But what happens is... <laughs> Sorry about that. No, hey, you're just too deep, brother. That's all. You can't help it. <laughs> but what happens is we know they come as a, a uh, nation. So you're not wrong. In fact, to be honest with you, your first answer, I would say, is, uh, is uh, in fact, nothing is really wrong with your second answer because they will be a part of everything that we receive, right? Because of, yeah. of the Abrahamic covenant guarantees that. Uh, but you said false church. Another term for that is apostate. Yet right, once the true mm-hmm. church is gone, there will be yeah. those left on the, the earth who are saying they're Christians, but they won't be. Okay? In other words, we know already that there are many cults that claim to, abs- ab- to actually represent Christ yeah. and don't. So, sir, you are correct, John, and right. you are a scholar for today. Good man. Thank you. <laughs> uh, thank you. Did good work. And I like the way John just analyzes that text. You know, he's throwing the Jews in. But he's right. Uh, right now, most of the Jewish community is in apostasy because they denied the Lord. But they will come back. But let me shut up because that's a part of our challenge. And I don't want to go there just yet. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss. First question, the second beast promotes the worship of the first beast? Yes, most certainly does. Uh, similar to how John the Baptist uh, pushed Jesus' ministry. Right, and prepared the way for him. The false prophet will prepare the way for the Antichrist. Notice how the devil mimics what the Bible does. Um, so we see this in Revelation chapter 13. The apostate church, once the true church is gone, there'll be, there'll be churches on the earth, false ones. Because remember, when the uh, uh, rapture takes place, uh, still there are going to be uh, cult leaders down here in cultic churches that won't make the rapture, and they're going to be saying that uh, the ones who went up really was a bad thing instead of a good thing. Okay, so wow, prophecy is very interesting and very complicated. All right, we've got Dave from Brighton and Marie from Oak Park. Just hang on, we're going to get to you. Let me ask answer my question first. This question is even more specific than the second one, but it's close. This this question has to be answered right on the money. No wiggle room, no way around it. All right, here it is. This is question number three. 
the professing church, okay, that means the church that will be professing to be the church, okay, uh, is symbolized by what in the book of Revelation, okay? The professing church will be a part, it will be a part of something that is discussed in Revelation chapter 17, all right? What is that? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss, going to Marie in Oak Park. Hello, Marie. Yeah, you want to come to me? I had the second answer for this one. I have no clue. <laughs> See, I set you up, Marie. I set you up. You really did. <laughs> no, I, no, I didn't, but thank you for calling. You're always welcome on this program. Uh, do you have any other questions? Okay. Anything you, you know, want to add? I was, I was all set with an apostate church, and then, okay, I don't have the answer to this one. <laughs> well, well, listen here. It's good to know that you had the answer to that one. So give yourself right. a hand for that. That's right. If you know anything okay. in the Bible, because none of us can know it all. So you, you thank you for calling. Appreciate it, hon. Thank you, and God bless. All right. I want to thank Marie for calling. Let's go to Dave in Brighton. Hello, Dave. Yeah, hi, sir. Am I coming in? Yeah, you're coming in loud and clear. Oh, oh, great. Uh, Pastor, first I want to say thank you. What a wonderful, wonderful program you have. Um, uh, the question I wanted to thank ask you. was, um, and actually I mentioned it during the Daryl Woods program, and we just briefly talked about it, but, I, you know, I wondered if, if you can you can mention, I know somewhere in the Bible, it said, I think it mentioned something about our city gates were left wide open, and I wonder how that would, would reflect on, you know, on how porous our southern border is, and I wonder if you could make comment on that maybe. I don't know. Uh, about the reference to city gate is wide open uh, in Scripture. We do have uh, some t- discussion in Ezekiel about a place, a uh, gate that the Messiah will go through, but you're talking about something different. So there's nothing really in the Bible that corresponds. In other words, if you're trying to find something in the Bible that would talk against illegal immigration, right? Well, I, 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 you know, I just, I, I, you know, there's so much bad things people that mean us harm could come in and 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 you know like these diseases and i'm i'm thinking we should have a very good border and i i'm, I'm wondering does the bible support that does the bible well, support, i would say know? i would say this right if we look at romans chapter 13 now here's what's interesting dave and i try to you know uh, i'm glad you called dave you know i try as best i can not to step into Daryl woods territory so i'm walking on careful ground here oh no but, no 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 we, but we i just, but no, me and him agree and and here's where we would come from he would no doubt go to the same place romans 13 where it says let every soul be subject unto the higher powers here Paul was talking about obeying the government. At his time, not a perfect government, which was Rome, but still it was the government at that time. It says, uh, uh, let every soul be subject unto the higher powers. For there is no power but of God. The powers or authorities that be are ordained of God. Whosoever therefore resists the power, resists the ordinance of God, and they that resist shall uh, receive to themselves damnation. Now, he's talking about rulers, right? Okay? Uh, just like the United States, your rulers, our, our leaders, says verse three, for rulers are not a terror to good works, but to evil with the, that's a government that's acting correctly. A government that act, is acting correctly has correct laws that they follow. Right. And they are a ter- uh, for rulers are not a terror to good works. If you do good, the government should support you. But to the evil, 
Wilt thou then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same. Verse 4, for he is the minister of God. God uses uh, the good things that government does. All right. For he is the minister of God to thee for good. But if thou do that which is evil, be afraid, for he bears not the sword in vain. For he is the minister of God, a revenger, to execute wrath upon them that doeth it. Now understand, one of the most oxymoronic things that you can say is that there should be a such thing as illegal immigration. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. How can it be right to do if it is illegal? Okay. Now, the interesting thing is if you talk about Mexico, uh, we have to recognize, try to get over there. Try to go over to Mexico and see if they let you in. No. Okay. So, definitely, it makes no sense. And But we've come to the place politically where we're able to tolerate things that make no sense. Now, definitely, we should have a plan uh, for people to come over here. Uh, they should follow the law in coming over here. It should be done justly. But the idea that we could let, we let in people without vetting them, uh, we've had people killed. Uh, uh, because uh, of MS-13, all this, we got to do something about it. Okay, so uh, so so definitely, all you need, all you need is Romans 13. Okay. Okay, Pastor, can I add real quick? There was just a follow up, if I can ask. Sure. So when 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 I heard that when I heard that phrase, the city gates left wide open. Now, would you say that that, that you don't recall um, that being mentioned, or or you know for sure? No, there's a lot of places in the Bible. If you ran a reference on open, you'd find gates were open, but that has no specific reference to immigration. Okay. Okay. Uh, that has re- a reference to the fact that, you know, just as this says, it's uh, and this says it more clearly, actually, the government is there to stop what is evil, to allow criminals and people to come into your country okay, without vetting them. Okay? They come here illegally. Uh, they do things illegally and nothing is done. That's what the problem is. Okay? The government is supposed to one thing it's supposed to do is to protect us from evil. Okay? So. Uh, yeah. So gates, uh, in other words, gates shouldn't be opened when they should be closed and a lot of other things. But there's no specific yeah. scripture like that that is targeted yeah, to I, immigration. I, I thought it meant that if people came in and took over on a warlike thing that came in and they took over the, the city. I thought I thought that's what it meant. No, what that, what that has uh, reference to is, you know, there's a lot of different passages in the Bible dealing with gates being open, but they have nothing to do with immigration. What you want to prove that is following the laws of the land. Okay, Romans 13, are those laws just or unjust? And of course, it is just to protect your country Okay, in all kinds of ways. And one of them is to have strong borders so that no enemy can come in, especially if you call it illegal immigration. How would you allow that? Uh, uh, How much sense does that make? Right, right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate it. I'm sorry. I called the wrong name. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. We're going to go to the real Dave in Shelby Township when we come right back. Hello, friends. This is Pastor Emery Moss, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. 
This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. The state senate in Utah has now approved by a unanimous vote a bill that would decriminalize polygamy, making it a mere infraction akin to jaywalking. This development in Utah is the logical extension of the Supreme Court's Obergefell decision in 2015 that legalized same-sex marriage. Once you redefine marriage so that it is no longer the union of a man and a woman, then you've eroded your foundation to defend marriage against a change in number. Once you've changed gender, the logical obstacle to a change in number is far less significant. In fact, polygamy is an objective wrong, and it's a deformed human relationship, and it can never be made not abusive. It can never be made safe. Valerie Hudson, a distinguished professor at the Bush School of Government and Public Service at Texas A&M, made the point well, quote, the harm, she said, has been found to be inherent in the practice. I'm Albert Moeller. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, for those considering careers in politics and policy. The team at MyPillow is grateful for you, so grateful they have an amazing offer. Buy one, get one on their incredible sheet sets. Mike Lindell has come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. He finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. Mike guarantees they will be the most comfortable sheets you've ever owned. The first night you sleep on a Giza Dream Sheet, you may never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. For a limited time, you can buy one, get one free. Call 800-919-5912. That's 800-919-5912. Or go to MyPillow.com, but make sure to use the promo code RUNTOWIN at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Tuesday on Truth For Life from Alistair Begg. Is there anybody who would stand forward and say, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me? Who qualifies for such a statement? Only one person, Christ. We're talking about the deity of Christ Tuesday on Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Alistair Begg. Weekday mornings at 8.30 on FM 92.7 and AM 1500, Faith Talk, Detroit. This is Pastor Moss. If you're interested in studying the Bible and want to know how to defend it, Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries Monday Night Bible Study and Apologetic Study is for you. We will take you into systematic theology, the kingdom of the cults, and the occult. Every false teaching will be exposed for what it is, a tool of the devil. Free handouts will be given on every teaching. Also, it will feel like you're in seminary or Bible college. But there's no tuition. All we ask for is a donation. Come this Monday to the Monday Night Bible and Apologetic Study at 10709 Grand River. That's 10709 Grand River at open at 7 p.m. Bring your sword, that is your Bible, with you. Call area code 313-933-9270. You can call for directions on how to get to Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries. We're in Detroit. We have off-street parking and security guards in place. Won't be any problem coming. Uh, And we encourage you to come bring your Bible. That's what you'll need if you want to talk about uh, the Bible, theology, and apologetics at Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries. We have handouts for you, information that you need to be able to defend the faith and to 
teach the gospel. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Let's go to Dave in Shelby Township. Hello, Dave. How you doing? Hi, Pastor Moss. How you doing? Great. Thanks for calling. All right. So, uh, I, so originally I was calling uh, with a follow-up question uh, regarding, uh, I'd asked you a question yesterday about Ezekiel chapter 37. Okay. But I wouldn't mind taking a crack at your question if you could just repeat it for me. Okay. Look at you. You're ready to bite that question, huh, Dave? <laughs> All right. The uh, It's number three actually on the list. The professing okay. church. Now, that's the big uh, takeoff, right? It professes to be, but may not necessarily be what it professes. All right? The professing church is symbolized by blank in the book of Revelation. There's a term that is used to describe the... And, and let me give you another clue also. Sure. There is a term that is used in the Bible to describe this uh, syncretism or ecumenicalism where all the religions come together. And the book of Revelation de- defines it and gives it a particular name, comparing it to something in the Old Testament. And I'll give you another clue in the book of Genesis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, like Babylon, Babel, that kind oh, of thing? Oh, come on, Dave. You are a scholar, man. Yes, sir. Absolutely right. Here's a man who knows his Bible, and he's trying to be humble, going, uh, 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 and then getting it right off the bat. Give this gentleman a, an applause. He's a scholar for today. Yes, he is. Uh, and you're, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, he gave you better. All right, all right, all right. Uh, you, are, you are, in fact, right. And what you're talking about is Mystery Babylon. It's talked about in Revelation chapter 17. And to be honest with you, Dave, the world is preparing for this now. Okay, uh, when we see all this false doctrine, when we see ecumenicalism, now ecumenicalism is basically where all religions get together, okay, and say, well, doesn't matter what you believe, long as you, uh, you know, don't say that your way is the only one that's true. Another word for it is syncretism, and in Revelation chapter seventeen, just as you said, verse four to five, it says. And the woman was arrayed, and that's what she's called in the Bible. Not talking about a woman, but it's talking about uh, since it produces something, even though it produces evil, uh, the symbolism of a woman is used. And the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet cover, decked with gold and precious stones and pearls, having a golden cup in her hand full of the abominations and filthiness of her fornication. And upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery Babylon, the great, the mother of harlots and the abominations of the earth. All right? And I saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I wondered with great admiration. So you're exactly right. It's Mystery Babylon. Uh, that is what uh, we're headed for, where all the religions of the world are going to come together just as a one world government will be on the scene and ultimately be ruled by Antichrist. Good job, Dave, from Shelby Township. Shelby, you got a scholar out there somewhere. Thank you. I, I have to confess, I wouldn't have uh, got it, I don't think, without the clues, especially the uh, Genesis one, but <laughs> I appreciate that. Well, what that means, uh, Dave, is if, the, if that's all you need is a biblical clue, then you do <laughs> what I call biblical thinking. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Could I ask my, my quick question? Sure. On, uh, Ezekiel? All right. So, so yesterday you had mentioned, you know, we had gone back and forth a little bit about uh, who uh, David 
uh, you know, my servant David will be prince over them, and, and that, uh, and I will be a shepherd among them. Uh, or, that, excuse me, that uh, my servant David will be uh, a shepherd over them and a prince. Uh-huh. And you're, you're, what you had mentioned was that uh, that uh, that he would be basically the prince, the shepherd, and that the Lord, who would be their God, would be um, uh, Jesus. And I'm not denying Jesus is God, but as I was thinking about it after we got off the phone, um, I was recalling, um, I believe it's in 1 Corinthians 15, but I, I'm not sure if I have it exactly right, where I can kind of partially quote the text, it says that um, that he has to rule, meaning Jesus, until all things are put under his feet and made subject to him. And then he goes on to say, but of course, when he makes things or make all things subject to him, he doesn't mean God himself. And then it says that he, Jesus, will then also even subject himself onto God the Father. So Maybe you could just in general explain exactly what is going on there, because for me, I thought maybe that might be in line with what I was saying, that the um, David would be the son of David, the Messiah, the prince, who makes himself, though God, as a man, subject to God the Father, the Lord, in the Ezekiel text. Does that all make sense? Well, what happens is, you know, can't say that that's not a, a possible meaning. But what actually we see here, it says in, uh, in, uh, over in Ezekiel 34, and I, the Lord, will be their God. So if you talk about God, you're talking about God, the Father, God, the Son, and God, the Holy Spirit. And sure. my servant David, a prince amongst them. And then, as you pointed out, you know, you, you, you had the insight there, which I agree with you totally, prince. Prince here, we're talking about not someone who's, you know, uh, uh, trying to get the throne, and when and during that time, God will be on the throne. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And then we have to recognize that what it says, for instance, over in Revelation chapter twenty-two, right? It says, "And He showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb." So the throne that God will be on is going to be, you know. All members of the Trinity, I'm sure the only reason the Holy Spirit isn't mentioned because it's invisible, right? But the throne of God and of the Lamb. So God sits on the throne. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. David is going to be on, on the scene then. He will be resurrected from the dead in his glorified body, just like the de, uh, disciples will be, or the apostles, right? In Matthew chapter 19, verse 28, they're going to be ruling the 12 tribes of Israel. doesn't take away from God's rulership, because this is the ultimate one. And David will be there, too, in some kind of rulership position. Uh, uh, so, it, 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 you know, it fits. Uh, and then, who's going to be on the throne? Nobody will be bowing down to David. They're going to be bowing down to God, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Well, I, I, I hear you on all that. I just, it's so interesting just that the shepherd reference is, is explicitly made about Jesus, you know, sca- uh, strike the shepherd, the sheep will be scattered, I am the true shepherd. It just seems strange to me that suddenly shifted to David, uh, a resurrected David, uh, as opposed to that being the, the Messiah, the son of David, who, of course, would be would be Jesus. But I, I again, well, he, well, maybe sometime in the future could explain to me what maybe Paul meant in Corinthians there about subjecting himself to uh, a God there, but I don't want to take up No, no, time. you're not taking up time. What happens is that the Son has always subjected himself to the Father. You know, okay. he always has. Um, and when he hands the throne to the Father, then the Father takes him and put. notice, you will not see God 
in heaven without seeing Jesus. Right? Revelation 22 tells you, right? And he showed me a pure river of water of light, clear as a crystal. This is Revelation 22.1. Water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. So the throne of God is also the throne of the Lamb. Okay? God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. You recall that in Acts chapter 7, about verse 51, 57, when Stephen looks up into heaven, what, what did he see? He saw God and he saw the, uh, Jesus basically at his right hand. That's right. That's right. When you see God, you see God. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. So uh, definitely David being, uh, the uh, you know, in the Davidic line, it's no problem with him being a shepherd, but he won't be the top shepherd. Okay, But he will have some rulership there, is all we're saying. All right. Good discussion with it, buddy. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate your call. That's right. There's a man who wrestles with the text. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. We'll be right back. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. The state senate in Utah has now approved by a unanimous vote a bill that would decriminalize polygamy, making it a mere infraction akin to jaywalking. This development in Utah is the logical extension of the Supreme Court's Obergefell decision in 2015 that legalized same-sex marriage. Once you redefine marriage so that it is no longer the union of a man and a woman, then you've eroded your foundation to defend marriage against a change in number. Once you've changed gender, the logical obstacle to a change in number is far less significant. In fact, polygamy is an objective wrong, and it's a deformed human relationship, and it can never be made not abusive. It can never be made safe. Valerie Hudson, a distinguished professor at the Bush School of Government and Public Service at Texas A&M, made the point well. Quote, the harm, she said, has been found to be inherent in the practice. I'm Albert Moeller. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. For those considering careers in politics and policy. Hello, friends. This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win. I've got some exciting news in addition to listening to us on Faith Talk FM 92.7 and AM 1500. You can now stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Choose News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. 2020 is the year your business is going to thrive. Or will it? Resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage with the help from the pros at Salem Surround. Whether you're just testing the waters of digital marketing or already have a plan in place that's not getting results, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Salem Surround provides your business with all your marketing needs under one roof. Face it, if you're not effectively using digital media, you're behind the competition and losing sales. Salem Surround will help identify any weak points in your marketing strategy and consult with you to bring solutions that will meet your needs and exceed your expectations total market penetration for increased return on investment contact salem surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, 
and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. This is Pastor Moss. If you're interested in studying the Bible and want to know how to defend it, Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries Monday Night Bible Study and Apologetic Study is for you. We will take you into systematic theology, the kingdom of the cults, and the occult. Every false teaching will be exposed for what it is, a tool of the devil. Free handouts will be given on every teaching. Also, it will feel like you're in seminary or Bible college. But there's no tuition. All we ask for is a donation. Come this Monday to the Monday Night Bible and Apologetic Study at 10709 Grand River. That's 10709 Grand River at Oakland at 7 p.m. Bring your sword, that is your Bible, with you. Call area code 313-933-9270. All right, if you're interested in studying the Bible and apologetics, we encourage you to come to our Monday night Bible study. It is open to all. Call for more directions on how to get to our location at 10709 Grand River. The number to call is area code 313-933-9270. That's area code 313-933-9270. We do have off-street parking, and we encourage you to come. We teach. We show a lot of films. We actually will show you false teachers teaching their errors, and then go and see what the Bible has to say about it. Uh, So pay us a visit Monday night. Bible study, 7 p.m., Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries. Number to call here, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. We've been dealing with prophecy t- today, had some good callers. In fact, the, uh, you guys in the listening audience have been doing a real good job. It's good to see so many of you that uh, use your Bibles, and uh, we thank Val for calling. Uh, Val has been in the prophecy class for a very long time, does very well in that class, as the other students do, and we encourage you to come and find out about all the Bible studies that happen at Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries. Um, the first question was, the second beast promotes the worship of the first beast. That's true. Revelation chapter 13 talks about that. You can read all about it. There will be a false prophet on the scene who will elevate or, or give attention to the Antichrist, just as John the Baptist uh, gave attention to and pointed to Jesus. You see how the devil tries to mimic uh, the Bible and to mimic uh, what Christ has done. Then, too, the apostate church will remain on earth after the rapture. Oh, there'll be a church here. After the rapture is gone, there will be a church here, but it will be a false church. All right? And already, many of our churches are going into apostasy. They're not teaching anything like what the Bible talks about, and they're thriving, okay? Because people have itching ears, and they like to go to churches where all they can hear is singing, or all they can hear is they can be gods. It's amazing where we are today, okay? But it's okay, okay? Uh, Broad is the way that leads to destruction, and few there be that uh, will find the narrow way that leads to Jesus Christ. That's the way it is. So don't look for the truth to be in popularity. Uh, Jesus is true all by himself. He's not interested in numbers, okay? But we need to watch that. There will be a thriving, professing church, uh, and that uh, uh, thriving church, that apostate church, 
uh, in Revelation chapter 17, verse 45, uh, it will be a part of mystery Babylon, right? A part of just where doesn't matter. As long as you're talking about God, doesn't matter which one you're talking about. That's where we're headed. The other place is where men say that they're gods. I can do what God can do. I can speak things into existence. I am a little God. You never heard that kind of talk in Christian churches or in Christian circles back in the day. You just didn't. You hear it now. I can call things that are not as though they are. No, you can't. Only God can do that. Okay? But what happens is, remember, you and I, we're going to be judged by God uh, for what we have done and what we've believed. And can you imagine coming before God and finding out that you supported churches that taught error uh, and you yourself were in error? All right? Study to show thyself approved, a workman unto God that need not be ashamed. All right, we're almost out of time. In fact, I can tell by that look that Marcus just gave me. He knows. He says, I wonder what Pastor Moss is going to do. I'm going to do what he tells me to do, right? We're about to wind down. But I encourage you, if you enjoy this program, I appreciate all of you who give. You will be seeing something coming your way soon in the mail. I'm going to give you something on uh, dealing with uh, uh, the occult, looking at demon possession, Uh uh, and just send that uh, to you. It'll be a, like a two-pager with information on it that hopefully will be helpful to you. We appreciate your donations very much. And if you want to continue to support this radio outreach, all you've got to, to do is send those donations to P.O. Box 05879. That's P.O. Box 05879, Detroit, Michigan, 48205 is the zip code. Make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. We would appreciate it very much. That's what keeps our program going. And uh, God bless us. We've been on for a very long time. And I run into a lot of people who listen to this program on a regular and some on a semi-regular basis. We encourage you to come and visit us at Strictly Biblical if you want to learn more about the Word of God because we're not playing. We teach right from the Bible. And uh, uh, when we teach, You can ask questions. That's right. If you want to ask questions, if if someone teaches you, but they refuse to answer your questions about the Bible, then that's not a good teacher. A teacher will answer the questions to the best of their ability, and they will go to the Bible to find you that answer. That's what Strictly Biblical is all about. Oh, we have all kind of other things happening there. We've got a dance program. We've got a choir. We do all of that. Yes, we do. Got a men's program. Be telling you more about that. Women's program. It's great. Uh, but we encourage you to come, 10709 Grand River, number, area code 313-933-9270. This is Pastor Moss. That music's playing. You know it's time for me to hope, to go. So God bless you. We'll see you next time. Sponsored by Bible Bootcamp Ministry. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.